Welcome to We Are His Servants Bible Study, a Bible study that breaks down each book chapter by chapter to give you a little bit more insight and application in your daily life. No matter how long you've walked with Jesus, there is something for you. Please hit the follow button and check us out on all major platforms. Now to the show. Red button. Red button. You gotta hit the red button. But why is it red instead of green? Can you see the square now? Uh oh. Just if anybody was wondering, what this, hit the this, triangle? Is, this this will be on the intro. What? What? Oh no. <laughs> this this let's get into it. Never mind. If this is the intro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, welcome back. Uh we are going to do the application portion of Genesis 12. So, just a quick recap. Um God tells Abram to leave for Haran. He moves out, uh ends up hitting Canaan, and at Canaan he's you know, God says, hey, this is it. He builds this altar for God, um, you know, puts the offerings on it. Uh, famine hits. They move to Egypt. Once they get to Egypt, uh, Abram shares, basically gives his wife up to the Pharaoh um, in a weird way. And Sarai and the Pharaoh uh Basically, the Pharaoh's household gets sick because God uh, gives them a, a disease. They all get kicked out of Egypt, and uh, Abram, his wife, and Lot all move back to uh, Canaan. So, right. the application. The application that I got out of it, and uh, I'm interested to hear what you boys think about it, but uh, trust and obey, and not allowing your own personal opinion affect what God has for you. Uh, so we see Abram move out and get to a certain point. And I don't know if it just wasn't good enough or, you know, like he didn't, he didn't trust God that God would continue providing. Like God has already given him like a seven rule, like seven things that I'm going to give you. And you know, the, yeah, these, the, the famine hit. So we know he's probably sat there for a little bit because their crops were going, you know, things were happening enough for him to see an effect of a famine. It's not like he just showed up and then was like, oh, there's a famine here. I got to go. Like he, there was a trust issue in what God already promised him. And uh, I think today as men, we have that trust issue of will God provide? Is this my doing or is this what God really wants me to do? And um, yeah, so he moves out and then gets to a point where, you know, God didn't tell him to go to Egypt. Just like he doesn't tell us to like waver from what he already promised us. And, uh, you know, when we get to that, when we get to that point and we make, we make all these concessions to stay alive. And like you brought up Nate, that he did it for himself. It was a big, like selfish thing. Like he literally threw his wife to the wolves and was like, good luck. We're going to try to stay alive. And while, while this is all happening, he's receiving all these gifts from people who don't even believe in his God. So, um, you know, what are we, what do we do today that, you know, lines up with that, that kind of content? Like what are, what are the things that you're doing today as a man of your household that are making, that are poor decisions for your whole family? Well, I think as, I think as men, we try to fix things. We always try to do something. So maybe he's sitting here in this famine. He's like, well, i got to do something. i got to go somewhere. Um, I think giving Sarai away, saying, well, this is my sister, 
and not my wife was because he was uh could could have been killed by the pharaoh Mm -hmm. um so they're going into egypt to kind of so he can take care and provide for his family yeah um even though god told him to wait yeah and And i i think it's a real big point that from them leaving to him giving his wife to the pharaoh there is no um there's no content of him speaking to god and saying please help my family through this famine there's no right there's no asking back or no talking to god about like what am i supposed to do there was no and, and that's where we it's fall like he short. Just yeah. Took action. Yeah. That 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 is where we still, as as humans today, fall short. Like we know what God wants us to do. We know what we're supposed to do. And then when things are uncomfortable, we fall back to the routine of what we had, or throw our family out there because you know we we're just it's uncomfortable. Like this is, Mm -hmm. this is uncomfortable. I'm getting out or I'm doing something else or, you know, I haven't heard from God in a while. So I'm going to, I'm going to go try to fix, fix this myself. Right. And I think you hit on right there too. I haven't heard, I haven't heard from God in a while or time. Like there's been some sort of time, right? So you got to think he started with the proper intentions. Verse one, I was reading while you were talking. Um, He, he set out on purpose with the proper intentions. God told him, and the Lord said unto Abram, get thee out of thy country. So leave where you're from. Leave your house. Go away, right? That's a huge step. It, when I have to move, because I move fairly often, it sucks, right? I, I like the state of Georgia where I live right now. That's not fun. Then, um, And from my kindred, so from your friends. So like when I have to leave here, I'm going to leave friends behind, and that's always hard. Plus that, the college football team. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, then, and then it also says, and then from that father's house, so your, your family. So he's leaving where he's from his friends and his family. That's a hard step. But he did it because after the comma there, unto the land that I will show thee. So he's making him a promise already, like go and do this thing. So he's doing it. He's trusting in God. And how, how often we do the same thing. Like I'm going to take this step on faith. I trust God. Oh man, but now I'm into it. There's time has passed and I haven't heard back. Am I still doing the right thing? Mm. You know what? Egypt's got food. Yeah. And it, it goes to what, what's successful to you. Right. So, uh, this this podcast is a pretty good um, like a thing to go back on, right? So Matt and I started this podcast wanting to do uh, something for God's kingdom, a little bit more, reach out to more people. And, you know, we both pray about it and pray on it. Like, are we doing the right thing? And there's no real answer. Like, I, I what what is success to me? So success to me would be like, I wake up one day and it's just blown up and it went on it went viral as we would say right now. <laughs> um, but Sick. with, and, and that we would got sponsored by Bucky's. We got <laughs> sponsored by That's Bucky's. Success. We have free success. beaver nuggets. Um, <laughs> they are good. Like that success right there. Like we have all these things, right? But really, is that what, is that what God counts as success? So, or is he like, I'm just happy that, four dudes are sitting around a table reading my Bible. Like that's successful to me. Yeah. And every time that John or these four men talk to somebody, they're like, Oh yeah, you could check out. I I recorded a Bible study podcast and that that's reaching out even further. Like, is that success to him? And then I, I just think that as men and as humans, we just have this weird, um, weird idea of like what, 
what is successful in our eyes is it should be successful in God's eyes, but it might not be his plan for the the whole thing. If that makes sense. Like, I feel Mm -hmm. like I'm kind of walking in circles, Mm -hmm. but like, just stay, stay, stay fast in it because sometimes, you know, those, those little, um, detours or those little, those boundaries that are in front of you might be because God knows you're moving too fast or you're not moving fast enough or, you know, you're deviating from his actual plan. So get back on that plan. And uh, actually in Sunday school this week, we talked about Moses and how he held, had he held his staff over his head during this war. And every time he would start lowering his staff, the fight would go the other way. So my wife and I, I thought it was fun, funny that like when things go are going well, we forget our promise to him and we start lowering our staff and then things start falling apart. And then we prick our staff again. And we're like, oh, my bad. And then, and then, you know, it just, it's like this big and never ending cycle of like, again, my wife and I had this conversation last night. Like, things are going well for us. And are we thanking the, the right person? Are we, are we, are we thanking ourselves too much? Are we, are we buying these like materialistic things because we're doing, we're being successful? Or are we, you know, getting on our knees every night and thanking God for what we do have and, and giving back to the community and things, things like that. And I, I just, I really like that whole Moses thing of lowering your staff and like watch and physically seeing something fall apart. And I think as Christians, we all fall into that weird thing where things get comfortable. And I'm not saying that Moses was comfortable holding the staff, but he saw the battle being won and then he slowly lowered his staff a little bit from the pain and whatever else and then watched it turn. And I, I, I just think we see that so much so often. If you just open your eyes and take the blinders off, if you're deviating from God's promise to you, or, you know, you're deviating from your promise to God, he will show you and you just have to be mindful and be open eyed about it. What's your thoughts? There's a lot there. <laughs> there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of different ways too that we could go uh, and talk about it. But going back to like your original point, which was trust and obey. Yeah. Um, to me, you know, Abram is, is doing something uh, selfish, really, for his own personal safety. Um, you know, thinking about you know protecting himself and giving up his wife. There's a lot you could talk about. I mean, then we, we kind of started talking about personal success as well and, like, what is personal success? And, like, it kind of begs the question, like, we are here as as Christians um, to further the kingdom of God. He wants us to become fishers of men. Mm-hmm. Um, so personal success, like, um, to me, you've got, you got four guys that are really just having a conversation and trying to think deeply and trying to apply God's word to our lives, getting into that. Um, to me, we're, we're fulfilling that promise, like making fishers of men. Um, and, and hopefully there, there, you know, people out there that are going to listen and, um, take into some of the lessons that we're talking about and some of the practical applications of like something that happened thousands of years ago to right now in 2022. Um, there's so many paths you could go, but I hit on that, like trust and obey uh, and just getting back to that and how important it is because every day we're going to fall short yeah. um, on a daily basis and all day. And that's not just like three or four times a day. Like we're continually, you know, falling short. Yep. Um, and yet 
God continues to bless us. So he let Abram keep the blessings that he got from Pharaoh, right? He got to keep the livestock, yeah. you know, all, all the rest of this stuff. Um, and, and most God importantly, he, got, he gave him those seven, those seven things and didn't say, Hey, you just messed up. I'm taking that back. Yeah. yeah. So, right. I mean, not, I mean, not to say delayed. that like, it's it was, not to say like, we're, you know, Hey, it, we're going to fall short, but we're still going to get blessings. This, that's not what I'm getting at. Right. What I'm really getting at is we need to continually seek him. That's, that's really the key. Mm-hmm. Continually Amen. seek him and continually trust and obey. Um, you know, perseverance is, is key to that. Like we have to continue to persevere. Yes, Lord, I know I'm going to fall short, but continue, yeah. <laughs> continue to uh, guide me. And, and if you're praying and you're reading God's word consistently, he's going to bless you. Yeah. And that, I think that's the, that's the kind of key takeaway. When you said trust and obey, like the first thing I thought of is like, yes, we're all going to fall short. We have to continually trust him. Yeah. <clears throat> I think obey uh, of trust and obey. I think the obey portion is like huge because oh, yeah. you don't have to, cause you could always think, Oh, is that really what God wants me to do? And I'm just being real. Not like if you want a theologian, go to some other podcast, but if, <laughs> uh, trusting, trusting is like, you, you could think like, Oh, Hey, you know, maybe Dick, God did say that, but when you, re- and you got to, you got to trust that that is something that he would want you to do. Pray about it. And that's how you find your, like, what I call the billboards, you know, like the, hey, stupid, this yeah, this is what I want you to do. I get those all you know, the time. You, 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 like you said, you get in the word and you pray about it. But I think of all that, you could hear, I could hear something all day. I could hear people tell me something all day, but am I doing, am I, is, yeah. am I actioning on that, that plan? So when he does give you the green light and tells you, hey, this is what you should be doing. Here's your billboard. And you don't action upon that. That obey portion is, I I think, more detrimental than trust. Absolutely. Hears and doers. Yeah. Right? Hears yep. and doers. Oh, man. So many things. <laughs> I, so many things. Oh. It sounds so cool. I, 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 I got, I got two, two quick things. Uh, I'll, no, I'll talk too long on this one. This subject's too good. So one, you jump to like Exodus 17. We're talking about Moses and the staff, which ties right into this, obviously. That's why you brought it up. Um, but another part of the story is when he would start to fail, his strength would fail, Aaron would come and actually hold his arms up so he could keep the staff up, right? Right. Yeah. So when you're going through these trials, you're going through whatever, you know, talking about trusting and obeying, sometimes you need help, right? You yep. can't do it alone mm-hmm. sometimes. So I think that's a, a big takeaway to take away from Exodus 17 when we get there. Yeah. Whatever, we'll repeat it. We're and the other, it. <laughs> the other thing I think that helps us to, uh, again, to obey and to keep our mind on that kind of stuff is something I talked to you just, just before we started recording this podcast was something I, I find interesting is, and you see it in verse 8 for the first time in, in Genesis um, 12 here, is that he, um, Abram, just he pitches his tent, but then he builds an altar, right? So his focus was on like eternal things, altars for God, that kind of stuff. But his temporary, what he gave himself, his tent, I mean, there's, we've all slept under a tent. There's not much to it. That's pretty simple. Right. His, so his focus wasn't on like that temporary housing for himself. His focus was on that sacrificial altar and re- relationship building and worship of Jesus, the altar, or God, the altar out there. Mm-hmm. So I think keeping your eyes on what's proper, you know, can help you... St- Continue to obey, you know? For sure. 
That's it. That's Man, my two things. There's so awesome. much. So there's much. So yeah. much to this, and I hate that we have oh, a backstop. One more thing. Don't yeah. give your wife away as your sister. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> Unless <laughs> she is your sister, then <laughs> probably shouldn't. She shouldn't be your wife. Even if she is smoking hot, like apparently she was, don't do it. Yeah. Don't. Just be proud of her. Just strut in with her. And be like, "What's up? It's Just mine." Be like, "This is mine." Anyway, that's it. Always, it always comes. <laughs> I, I know, like, probably so, like, not Christian movie, but Borat. This is my oh. sister. <laughs> that's all I can think about. Oh, oh man. Moving on. All right. So, <laughs> anything else from the good of the order? Oh, man. I have a lot of other things to tie into from chapter 11 for stuff but we'll, yeah. we'll we'll save those we we can get them yeah i mean chapter well like you were saying chapter 12 is kind of like god's plan for yeah. abram and then i think 11 was man's plan man's plan yeah, yeah so 11 was basically man's plan to get to god and 12 is god's plan for man yeah I, I think that's the fast way to say that cool mm-hmm. that's good i like that's it good say that five times fast i can't, I can't even say it again <laughs> not even one no. more time yes <laughs> all right so uh appreciate everybody listening yeah We'll uh, see you guys tomorrow. Chapter 13. Chapter that's, 13. Ooh, that's me. Yeah. What, what day is that going to be? Wednesday. Wednesday? Yeah. Oh, today. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Trust <laughs> the calendar. Trust the calendar. <laughs> All right. Thanks for coming. Bye. Bye. Bucky's bye. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. It is John, Matt, and Nick. You know, our thing and our big takeaway from everything that we're doing right now is to help you find Christ. Without him, we would be nothing, and this podcast would be nothing. In Romans 10, 13. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And that's all you need to do. You need to profess your love for Jesus Christ, open your heart, and let him into your life. Uh, Find a friend, tell them, pray about it, do whatever you got to do. But there's a reason that you are listening to this podcast. If you're already saved, go save a friend.